This is episode 61. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Helping you keep your finger firmly pressed on the decking industry, the people in it, and the information you need to master the backyard. And now, now. host of the Ultimate Deck Podcast, Shane Chapman. That's me, Shane Chapman, Wade Laurent. I love Back that. in the dick. I love that intro. It's good, right? It gets me a little bit more fired up to do this when I hear it. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. It used to be like ho-hum song, and now it's like, shit, this is a big deal. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. We're official now. Um, we are tackling the topic today of hiring good people. Right? So this is my idea. This is the one that I, I pitched, and I... I don't by any stretch of the imagination think that we are experts in this because we are only just going through this. But I think this is something that we should tell people about because it's, we're going through it. And so that means other people are going through it. And so then we can give them just a little wee bit of a insight into how we're doing it and why we did it and why this is important. It's a learn together episode. We're not experts in this. We aren't. Nope. Because we've really done it wrong for the last four years because we've just been like, we started this business and it took off on us and holy just smokes, this thing's going to work and it's seasonal. So that adds complexity into the whole picking the right people and finding the right people and being able to offer the right thing to the good people and yeah, whatever else, right? Like it's, it's a complicated so thing. So the seasonality is a little bit tricky. I always feel like we're trying so hard to find the right people. And then in the process of doing that, we're inferring what other people want. We're saying like, well, they wouldn't take that job because of this reason or, uh, we, you know what? We don't need to hire them because they'll probably just leave again. And it's like, we don't know anybody's situation. We should just hire who we need to hire and we should yep. just offer what we can offer. And if they fit great. And if they don't, that's okay too. <laughs> like there's gotta be somebody out there that wants to work eight months of the year and then go snowboarding in the winter. There they, might be the odd guy. Yep. They have to exist. So let's just, yeah. We, we found one of those guys actually. Yeah. And then he did. And then he did. And then he just didn't show up one day and then poof gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't beat your dad up. Anyway, um, we're going through this right now. This is why it's topical for us is because we are hiring people right now and we're trying to make sure they're good. Uh, we have a couple jobs posted. We are replacing Justin. Justin's long gone. And so we've redefined that role a little bit and we have that posted. And, and then we're also adding a position that we haven't employed before, but we've grown to the point, I think now where we need to start delegating some of these things that we were doing for sake of the business being a little bit more efficient. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit tricky to give up these tasks, right? Because we've both been so involved in the business from every aspect of it and every step of the way. And so it's going to be hard for us to walk away from some of these things. I know that that'll be a bit of a challenge, but we have to. Like, we have to do it. We can't this is, do all of this stuff. Yeah, I think for a lot of small business owners or deck builders or contractors, or whatever, when they start their business, they are the everything in the business because Except a lot of guys, you keep yeah. maybe, but <laughs> everybody's bad at that. So yeah, you may not be good at it, but you're probably doing it. You're trying or you're asking your wife to do it or your spouse to do it or husband to do it or whoever anybody can help. Cause that's the part that scares you the most. You're like everything else I could do. Yeah. But, um, what we're learning is it's it's pretty valuable to put the right people in place to do different things that you're not super strong at. And of course, at the start, when you're starting your business, you don't have the option of having an accountant hired for your business 24 seven. 
and an estimator and a sales guy. And, uh, you know, there's only so many, so much money when you're first starting out, you can't employ a, a giant team right away. So you got to do it all yourself, unfortunately, but slowly but surely, but surely as you grow, you can kind of look to be like, okay, well, what roles do I need to add to this business that could be done by somebody else that would free up my time to do the things I'm good at or the more important tasks or whatever. So we slowly added those over the years. I think one of the things that helped me do this was it was just, I thought of it as if I had endless money, right? And I've never thought about myself having endless money. So for me, I'm for so me to far bring, removed from that reality <laughs> that it's just like, for me to bring people in, I had to think like, if I had all of the money in the world and I could pay people, yeah. what would I do? What would I give? What would I give my money to? And I was like, well, I would get rid of the bookkeeping because I don't enjoy that and I'm not strong at it. So let's hire somebody. And yeah. so then that's the first one. And then it's like, well, sales, I, I could, somebody else could do sales. I don't need to do that. I could tell them how to do sales and then I could pay them to do that. And so that was kind of how I broke that down mentally. And then we started to pick away at it and was like, okay, now we actually have a little more money. Who was next on the list? Well, it was somebody to run the yard. That was next on the list. Get that person. Yep. What's the next thing? They answer the phone. So we have so the phone rings so much. Let's get somebody in there to answer the phone because we can't keep running away from customers to do that. Okay. We have some money, put that person in place. So yeah, do that. Think, win the lottery and then don't think that you sold your business. You grew your business. <laughs> well, the most important first step, and again, like I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like, oh, these guys think they have it all figured out. We don't. Not even we don't close. have it all figured out. We're learning it right now. I feel like we're, we're making big uh, inroads to this, but one thing that's been super helpful for us, and we've had this validated through some of the, the books we're listening to right now and whatnot, is to sit down and define all the roles that are required within your business, whether you have the money to hire somebody for that role or not. You need to know what the roles are, and then take your resources and plug them in to those different roles. Correct. So it might mean that one guy is still doing three or four different roles that maybe someday each of those roles is an individual person, but now work within your means, but at least identify what those things are. That's right. So you can get the right type of person into them. Yep. And we've done that recently and kind of, um, it's our, you know, the winter is our time to look and do this kind of stuff and be like, okay, well, what do we need for roles next year? We're four years in, we've learned the different roles and, and people that we need in the position. So let's label those all out. And here's what we can afford to hire as far as what our payroll will allow for. Yeah. So who's doing this? And I know that, you know, my name is still on four roles and your name is still on three or four roles. And yep. the guy we're going to hire has three roles because yep. we're just not there to be able to hire somebody permanent full time to whatever. And there's right, also to- not enough work for that person. It, at this point, like a VP of operations is one location. Like you don't need a, yeah, you yeah. don't need a guy to yeah. kind of be the vice president of how things are going to operate. It's yeah, dude, that's only a, that's only an off the side of the desk job at this point. Anyways, if we had seven stores and that looks differently, that's a full-time gig. So yeah, you need somebody to manage all that, but yeah. So for sure the roles change over the, over the years. In our first year, what we're, what do we need for roles? Well, we only like you should look forward and be like, what are you eventually going to need? But the reality of the situation is in the first year, you didn't need really a full-time yard guy because you're only getting an order a day and you and I could bundle that at the end of the day. Correct. But things change. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that we've learned, um, which might be the most, among the most important is to, to be proactive in identifying the people you need and be proactive in getting them in and trained before you need them. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to need somebody in two years. I'll get them in now. I mean, if you think you're going to need somebody come May. April 1st, yeah. don't hire them April 1st, hire them 
March 1st or whatever, or two weeks prior, get February. them in, get them trained before it gets hairy. Because once it gets hairy, then you're reacting to everything. And that's not the way to do it. That's probably the biggest thing we've learned in the past year. Yeah. Is reactionary is, it's just the worst. It's Yeah, you like don't want to say you've hired a bunch of bad people. You, you've you've not hired the right people. In a, not we you, didn't even, like we. We didn't even give the right people a chance to come to the store. Right. So yeah. when you're reacting to things, it's just like, like legitimately we have had hires that have been like, it gets so crazy in here and we're so behind and everybody's pulling their heads out, hair out and everybody's stressed out and we go hire somebody now, post it, put it on Kijiji, put it on Facebook, just find somebody with a heartbeat and a, and a we hired maybe two, transportation to work. We hired two people last year off of Facebook. Yeah. Like, and then it's just like first guy to walk in the door starts tomorrow. We sent, we oh, sent Pat to Saskatoon with a guy we'd never met before. We right. never met him. He showed up in the morning and was like, sweet, get in the truck. You're going with Pat to Saskatoon. Yeah. Pat was like, I'm really happy that guy turned out to not be a psychopath who gutted me on the side of the road. Cause <laughs> like you didn't, you guys, you hired him off Facebook and then put me in a vehicle with him for five hours. Please don't do that again. It's yeah. like, yeah, so my bad. Sorry. Plan this out a little bit better. So anyways, here we go. We're growing. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, 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 it's being comfortable with spending the money. The only reason to not do it before to be like, I don't want to hire somebody and start them a month before I actually need them because that's, that's a month of payroll that I can't afford. Well, you can't afford not to. My buddy. Try training that guy in the heat of the season and have stuff not go well. That's what you can't afford. It was a, a friend of mine. He works with the government ministry of health and he told me, I'm sure that this was last week, but it doesn't matter. A couple of days ago. And I was telling him, I was bragging to him on the phone about how like we're big boys now. We like, we do interviews, we read resumes, we like all this stuff. And he said to me on the phone was like, and this is not a statistic or anything for sure, but he was like, for every dollar you invest up front, you will save 40 in the back. Yeah. And I like, for sure, that's not a statistic anywhere, but he has read something to that effect for him to be able to pull that from his mind. Right. And it might mean, might not be a dollar, it might be an hour for, but every hour you invest on the front end of that, you're going to save so much time on the back end. And we haven't done that because we're reactionary. We're yep. scared to spend the money up front. And so now I, I think we've, we know that now we understand that. And so. And I we think go. we've always been we'll kind of, uh, maybe we're not, maybe we weren't treating our beer, our business as seriously as we should have been like, because to us, it's this thing that we started just you and I, and like, you'd look at other businesses around town and always think like, oh, I'm not there. I'm not a, I'm not an established. I bet you they do everything right. I bet you they've got, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They don't. Not every day. Not everybody find does. Out as, you, as you learn other people in the community that they're dealing with the same struggles mm -hmm. as you. But at some point our business grew from just me and you to, you know, a new location that was way bigger than the old location. And your, your sales figures are tenfold what they started out to be or not maybe not tenfold, but like quite a bit more than they used to be. And your, your staffing levels are much higher. And it's like, you're hiring these people, you're hiring summer students and you're treating these positions like a job because you don't think that your business maybe warrants giving somebody an actual, like nobody would want to call this place a career. Like that's the mentality. It's like, this is just a business that we're trying to figure well, out. Cause it was a couple buddies, right? Yeah. We're like, we're like Jenny from the block. We're still just figuring it out. Yeah. But it turns out like this thing has, it's turned into something. So we treated a little bit more seriously this year. We, in the off season, we're like, you know what? If we want, if we want good people and we want, to, like, if we want to attract good people, yeah. we're gonna have to 
treat this like a career so that we get people that are career focused and career minded to apply for it. And And that might mean adding benefits. That might mean adding pension options. That might mean revenue share bonuses or a salary versus an hourly wage. Like there's a lot of things you can look at to make that happen. Um, And so we, so we have been, we've cut, we've been, and lo and behold, and use proper posting. Like, don't just go to Facebook and be like, Hey, does anybody out there that I know, know somebody Yeah, on the Shane Chapman's Instagram page is a picture of a tire fire being like, need people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get ahead of this thing and hire the right people. Uh, and so we did, and we posted a job on or not like a real actual job board. Not that we haven't done that in the past. We just did. It wasn't super formal. Again, it was very reactionary. We actually went post with a proper job description, proper benefits, salary listed, blah, blah, blah. 80 people and and counting have applied for the one job over 50 have applied for the other one. Now we have the, and so granted that's partially because the economy here has put a lot of people out of work. A lot of people that have applied that are just out of work. Maybe this isn't exactly right for them, but they're applying anyway. But regardless of those, like we've had some good candidates that have come to us because we treated it appropriately this time. It makes me shake my head that we haven't done this before, but like that's you're, the thing. We're sitting I'm here like, sitting oh, that's such a great idea. And everybody's going like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. I'm sitting across the table from you and you're like, yeah, we posted it on a job board. It's like, well, where else would you put it? <laughs> where else a, would you put this it? This is going to be an amazing year, Shane. Yeah. So anyways, we've inter- now we've gone through four days of interviews uh, trying to find the right people. We have good candidates now yeah, that I we don't... feel confident in before we offer the job to anybody. We, we have confidence. Before you're like, you hired, we hired them. And then- it was a three week fuel out process. We're like, what are they like? Who are they? Do they fit? Do they? Yeah. Hey like Pat, anything. Let, let me know if we should fire this guy, Pat. He's yeah. like, cause we, we could totally get rid of him. And it's like, yeah, you're going to get rid of him. And then what? Then I got to go to Saskatoon by myself again. Yeah. So, cause one of the most important things I think is making sure that they're a good fit with the company. Experience isn't everything. You can only learn so much about somebody off whatever, a resume or an application or yeah. you know, two minute conversation about their experience. Are they experienced? Sure. But it's not like the most experienced guy isn't always the, the best guy, you can teach some experience. Correct. If need be. Sometimes you have to break experience. Right. Like you hired a guy to help you build decks and that guy was, this was a few years ago, but he was like an older dude, right? He was 60 some years old and he was like, wanted to like at that time was more money than you wanted to pay. And it turned out he wasn't even the guy cause he, he built decks the way he builds decks. And you're like, no, 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 man different now new tools new yeah. we build this way and he was like not how i do it yeah so experience isn't always no. always cracked up to be no so i would rather have a guy who, who i've got to teach a bit of the experience to that fits good within the culture of the company and within the personalities that are there uh rather than a guy who's been there done it all but doesn't fit doesn't yeah. vibe well with everything that's what joel so we in this process we chatted with joel and from mountain view and he did the if i could give you one piece of advice. He was like, hire the guy. Wear sunscreen. <laughs> Wear sunscreen. Wasn't Boz Lerman from Australia? Hire. Donegan Decking's going to love that reference. I don't know. <laughs> I think he was from Australia. I don't know that reference at all. You don't know Boz Lerman? Nope. Dude. High school, the sunscreen song? No. We had different high schools. No, we didn't. Yeah. We only spent one year together. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the same high school. Two years. But it was, oh, it was a big yeah, graduation talk song. To you. It might've been I think it was actually oh, yeah. after high school. It was like a like a spoken word yeah. song with the okay, Australian okay. guys. Like I do know. If that. I just had one piece of advice. Yes. Wear sunscreen. Wear sun. You're right. I do. Don't know blah, blah 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 blah. Like yeah. okay. And it was like everybody's grad song from the year nineteen 
No, probably 2000 it to 2002. 2000. It was like straight grad song. That was a good, that was a good, uh, digging deep here. Right. I don't know what he did. He just read it. It was like, it was, yeah, it was, there just was tunes like, in the back and he read it. Spoken word with some like elevator music behind yeah. it. And yeah. it was just like, it made an impact. It was a good one. Anyway. So Joel's advice was hire somebody that fits the culture. Yeah. hundred percent. So we didn't know what the corporate culture is. It turns out corporate culture is uh, Shane and I. If you've ever met us and hung out with us, that's what our yeah. corporate culture is. Yeah. It's like some of us like to have some beers once in a while and we're happy to chat business and numbers. But at the end of the day, we're like, we want somebody to tell some good jokes and be fun to be around. Yeah. That's it. So And we're learning, though, that the, the, the company should probably have its own personality and culture that doesn't just reflect the, the owners of it. Has to change. Like, so here we anyway, go. Um, but uh, yeah, back to the point of like hiring people can help you make you, what we're learning in this process is we're interviewing some people that are teaching us in the interview. We're asking questions. Our interview questions were really geared towards the areas that we knew we needed to get better at our interview questions, right? Yes. It wasn't like Tell me. questions about the stuff that I know already. I, I want to find people that can help us take our business to the next level because they bring some sort of experience or a mentality to the table that's going to help us fix the things that we need to fix. And so our questions were, I don't know if that was intentional, but that's, but it was intentional. It's cause like, I want to know what I don't know. And I want somebody to help me get there. Cause that'll rather than trying to learn it all myself through my own mistakes, I'll learn from somebody else's experience. That's right. Um, so identifying the things that we need to get stronger. And so the first absolutely. one is like, I'll go back to this is like you hire a bookkeeper. That's your first one. Right. But now we're at the point where we've self identified and it's like, here's where we suck. These are, these are the things we're bad at. We need to put somebody in place that can do that. And absolutely during this summer, what's going to happen is we're going to kind of like bang heads a little bit with that person over something. Yep. And it's going to be up to you and I to step back and be like, you hired that guy to bang heads with you. That's why he's here or that's, she's here. That's the thing. I do want somebody to, to hold me to account a little bit. You know what I mean? Not just they, me. Like, right. Cause I, I'm not super good at that. Doing that no, yeah, like, that's hey. what I mean. But but somebody that can look up and and not be intimidated by our position, be like, listen, this is this is kind of your show to run. If you see me as an owner doing something that's not good for the business or not like whatever it, it might be, yeah, that you just think can be done better, don't be afraid to speak up and tell me like, listen, the way you guys are doing things here isn't exactly the most efficient way. Here's some here, here's some options of how I've seen it done in the past, and open our eyes to it because you're in like there's a million a million things going through your mind at any given time. If you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> it's just, right. you might so. not be thinking of the most obvious things sometimes because yeah. you're so busy in your head yeah. with other things. So yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, very important for uh, people that you're going to hire to match the vision and culture of your company that you have. Otherwise it's just going to be constant conflict. Yeah. Do you have any stories about people we've hired? No need to mention names. Some stories of people that we hired and some funny stories of like things they've done. <laughs> have I told this story about, the guy that washed my truck. <laughs> I don't know if I told that story. Like I know it, but I'm sure you, you haven't on I the don't podcast. Know I've talked about it. So have at her. Uh, we had a we had a guy that hired, hired this guy off the street. Super energetic, right? But yeah. we were in a rush when we hired him. Anyways, he so he's he's amazing. He like he came in and he worked hard. He swept the parking lot one day, and I was like, oh, look at that guy. He's just giving her it's a complete waste of money that he swept the parking lot. <laughs> but what I took away from that was that he worked hard. And yeah. I was like, that's great. So then as time went on, it was like, it, it deteriorated. He worked hard at doing all kinds of stuff that I didn't like, but I, cause I didn't fire him cause we needed bodies to carry things. Yeah. 
I needed my truck washed. And so I said to the guy, I go like, go wash my truck. And he's like, yep, done. I'll wash your truck. To be, to clarify, your truck is a branded company truck. This wasn't an owner being like, go do my personal chores. This is like a vehicle that we wouldn't have mattered if it was personal chores. It's like, <laughs> I own the business. <laughs> we pay, we pay him. Yeah. So you can do that. But it, what you're right. It was a branded truck that drives around town. We take deliveries in it. So I was like, get it clean. So he goes into the, into the back and he comes back to the office. He's like, I don't know how to wash your truck. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know how to wash my truck? Well, I don't, I don't understand. So then I get him set up. I'm like, here is a spray nine. Use a little bit of spray nine on the, on the bugs and stuff that are really bad. Here's a pressure washer. Here's a garden hose. Okay. So he hooks the garden hose up to pressure washer. I was like, you, you've ran one of these before. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I've ran one before. He's like, good to go. Great. So he like sprays the side of the truck and then I left. I'm like, I'll see you later. An hour and a half goes by. And I still haven't seen Sean. <laughs> Sorry. No names. I blew it. <laughs> I haven't seen kid. So he comes, he's still not there. Pat comes into the office and Pat was like, have you been to the back to see what's going on with your truck? And I said, no, I haven't. He said, okay. So the guy came to me and asked if we had more spray nine. And I said, what do you mean? He asked if you had more spray nine. Why did he shouldn't have used a liter yeah, of, spray of spray nine. He used a full liter of spray nine. Pat said, when I looked over, he was standing in the box of your truck, pouring it on the roof out of the one liter jug. He was pouring it on top of your truck and then just smearing it around with a rag. And so I was like, did you stop him? Like what, Pat, this is kind of your guy too. And he was like, no, no, no. I recorded it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop him. It was too funny. So anyways, that's my story. It took him two hours to wash my truck. He used $38 worth of spray nine. And when I went to get in my truck at four o'clock at the end of the day, I was leaving to go home. My truck was dirtier than I, than when I started. Cause it had a, a skin, skin of spray nine on it. I drove it to the co-op gas station to like card block, whatever pressure wash day. I spent $25 to wash the spray nine off my truck. And for the first 20, like for the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it was just rinse cycle, but I was rinsing soap off my truck. It was like, it. I should have vetted that kid. These are, um, everybody's got that story. That one's on me. I hired him on the spot. Um, doesn't matter. I've got a couple other stories and, uh, just to be completely upfront, a lot of these are our responsibility. We, we own we're not doing a good job of A, going through an, a proper hiring process to make sure we find the right people. B, not onboarding or training people appropriately. C, not giving them specific roles and expectations or whatever. Like we, we pooch this too. But a lot of these, like the issue, <laughs> the funny stories come from just a pure lack of common sense. That's why they're funny. But maybe we... <laughs> Maybe we should have a paper that said, don't use all of the spray nine. <laughs> but anyways, we didn't have the right process in place. So but when I said, have you washed a vehicle before? He said, yes. So yeah. it's like in my defense, he had yeah. another story. No <laughs> names. As if good luck. Maybe it's a different guy. Maybe it's not. <laughs> we had to, we've got distributors in other cities and sometimes we have to send them <laughs> to these places. And sometimes it makes sense to wait for them to bring a truck to us. And sometimes it doesn't because we just need something fast for a customer or something. So we'll send an employee in a truck and we'll, and we'll have them go drive two and a half hours, whatever it is, away to go pick something up. So this guy, we say, you know, like, he had his driver's license. Oh, there's another story. He had his driver's license. <laughs> 
anyway, so we send him to Saskatoon to go pick up some stuff from a distributor. And he's good with it. He's like, yep, no problem. I can do that. Off he goes. Gets back <coughs> later that day. And how did it go? No trailer. He didn't take a trailer. Didn't take it. Yeah, thankfully, just it was the just half the half done. How'd it go? Uh, pretty good, I think. Did you know that your truck can only go a maximum of 153 kilometers an hour? Which for our American, I don't know what that is in miles. <laughs> like 90? It's governed, right? It would be about 90, 95. Like, and to be clear, the speed limit's 60 slash 100 kilometers an hour. So he decided on this stretch of highway that he should find out how fast this truck could go. And then, and then come back and tell <laughs> the owner that he did it. And I just said, guy, do you think that that's a good idea to drive the truck that fast? Well, I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to see how fast it could go. Okay. And do you like, do you think that that's a good idea to tell me about it? (laughs) Well, I guess I didn't really think about it. (laughs) Do you know what the repercussions could have been had you gotten an accident or pulled over? Like I stayed calm because inside I'm kind of laughing a little bit. Like, is this really even happening? <laughs> this guy. And it was just a calm. He's not so dumb that he just told me he drove my don't truck. Don't do that again. When you're driving on company time, you're driving the trucks responsibly and safely. And I don't want to hear that you've maxed out, that you've governed out the half tons again. <laughs> okay. So on you go. Okay. <laughs> like unreal. I. We could go on and on. Unbelievable. The driver's license one quick, a quick one on the driver's license was like, do you have your driver's license? And he, and so he wasn't going to drive that day. Cause he did not. His answer his, was no. He said, he, he said no. Which when we apply, when we hired these people, cause they're going to be driving. It's like, have your license. Yep. Can we get a copy of it? Yep. You have a driver's license. Still got your driver's license? No. Nope. What? What? How'd you lose your license? Why'd you, you can't drive anymore? Well, I don't think so. No. Well, what, like share some details here. Why don't you have your license anymore? Well, cause I just, I, for, I forgot it at home. It's at home. Wait, what are, do you mean that you do not like the insurance company has taken away your license because you did something you're not allowed to drive anymore or you just don't have the card on you? I just don't have the card on me. So I can't drive. It's like, well, I don't know if that's like, you can produce it within 24 hours. Like there's a big difference. You should sure. get away. Anyway. So they, yeah. Locally, that's actually a, a myth. That's I got guys. stopped the other day. Yeah, no, you don't have 24 hours. You don't have 24 hours. You must have it on you at all times. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to produce well, it. Well, he wasn't entirely wrong then. It was a, I got a warning, but it's a hundred and fifty some dollar ticket if you don't. Yep. So I was told, but I said to the guy, I was like, well, you guys need to run an ad campaign because <laughs> all these other people are walking around being like, you got 24 hours. <laughs> That's not true. You don't. Really? Hey, okay, <clears> well, yeah. call me misconception. There you go. Um, okay. I don't know. Like we could go on with stories and stories forever. Everybody's got stories about a guy who didn't work out. So good. Some lack of common sense here and there. But again, like I said, I, I look at all these situations. We've had some hires that weren't so great. And it always falls back on our own shoulders. We have never, we've never done a, a proper process to make sure that we have the right people and then to give them the tools and the confidence and the expectations that they need to actually do their job successfully. Yep. And that's not because we're dumb and that's not because we don't know that that should happen. It's just that in the me- middle of the season and you got a million other things to do, it's hard for you to, to take time away we don't employ a trainer i think what we did and you're just like you're just reacting we undervalued how important that process was i think that too right like i think what we did was we said you know who's important we're important and then uh the manager is important and the yard leader is important and then that's it like we just undervalued those positions and that's not 
Like, that's not fair. We need those people. They're our company. Yep. That Like, those people are us. Yep. And so, yeah, we just, we had to do that better. And I'm really, really, really happy that we have. I, I like what we've done. I like that we've ran the actual ad. I like that we have adults applying for these positions because it's a career. Yes. And yep. we're, like, we are about to be exponentially better because of the people because that we're going people. to add to yep. our team. Yeah, I feel like in the past, because we've been so reactionary, we're ch- we're constantly trying to, we're constantly frustrated that people aren't at the level that they need to be to help our business. We're fighting it a lot of times and it's our own fault. And I feel now with the people that we're looking at bringing in, it's people that can legitimately help us take the business to the next level. Yeah. Which is going to sound super obvious to people who are there. No, it's people obvious. Who, it's already obvious to me. We already right. knew that, but right. we just didn't do but it. Sometimes you're just too deep in it to see it. <clears throat> Can't see the forest it. for the trees. Is that what they say? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, so that's that's all I wanted to talk about today for this episode. What I would, did want to um, mention, I meant to mention this up, up front. And you I should didn't. have done this at the start. I didn't, but better late than never. Um, we had a podcast a while back about mental health, and I just want to send a reminder out there to everybody to take that mental minute. Um, find help where you can if you have some things that aren't going your way and you're feeling a little bit down and out about things, make sure you talk to people. Uh, I don't want to mention names cause there's no need to bring specific people into this or have people barraged with messages about this or whatever. But, uh, recently somebody in the industry is no longer with us. And like we talked about it, we talked, this is a tough industry to be in. Um, and unfortunately the, the consequences of that are sometimes permanent, really, really bad. It's a permanent consequence. And so, and you don't see it. Like it takes people by surprise every time. Every time somebody goes, it's, he seemed like he was so happy. Nobody had any idea what was going on. I, and it's so, I wish people would just like, as soon as there's even a little bit of pressure, you don't have to, you don't have to go to a psychologist. You don't have to go to a shrink. You don't need to see a doctor. Even if you just, talk to some friends in the industry because they're do they're doing what you're doing. They're going through the same thing you're going through. So visit with them. And so I have a degree in psychology and it like, I never used it. I didn't do anything with it, but I, I was in it. I went to school for it. And half of the battle is just getting that stuff off your chest, right? Don't internalize it. Don't keep pushing it down and building the, you know, it's just, it just builds. So, if you visit with some friends about it or, or your family or whatever, like maybe don't unload all of it on your family. But if you're the, if you're there, then unload it on your family. Cause they would rather you unloaded it than, than you perish. They don't want that. Yeah. So just talk to people. It's, it'll help so much. The onus is on both sides, right? If you're struggling with something, um, be okay with opening up and talking to people. A lot of people I think are fearful of opening up too much and becoming vulnerable or, they think the other person doesn't want to hear it or they don't want to burden other people with their problems. But listen, if you, if people care about you, you got not, if people care about you and they want to know if you're struggling with something and they don't like better to talk about it than to, than the alternative. And I think it's, there's a bit of an onus on everybody to proactively do this too. Maybe you're not the one that's struggling and maybe you don't feel like your, your friends are struggling, but have the conversation, open it up, ask people how they're doing beyond superficial day-to-day type stuff dig into things a little bit if you need to, but just like, don't be afraid. Like let the stigma of talking about your mental health, let's erase it. And it only goes away by talking about it. I actually, and this is not because of these recent events today, but I, 
I asked my wife today, the, I was like, I did, and I did it with a big smile on my face, kind of half jokingly, but not really. Gave her a hug and was like, how was your mental health? And she, like, she laughed because it does sound funny. To, that's not a conversation we have all the time, but. But you should. I'm more familiar with her struggles and her stress levels and things are going on with her than I would be with anybody else really. But, and I don't often check in that way. And so I did it today and it was kind of funny to us that that happened. But the, if I go ask that 10 more times, it's not funny anymore. It's just part of your conversation, checking in with people. JJ and I do this a lot and, and it's not, it's not how's your mental health, but it's like every once in a while we'll sit down and have dinner and sit across the table from each other. It's and just be like, How are you? Yeah. Not like, not how's your day? Not how are things at work? Not, because it's pretty you? easy when you get those questions, it's pretty easy to slough that off as like, I'm fine. And then on to the next thing. But like, sometimes it takes a little bit of digging. Yeah. But it takes some work to like, to be able to do that. And it takes a bit of a relationship to be built with that. Right. And so like, if you have some close friends and you listen to this podcast, phone them and just phone, like phone for your closest friends and be like, how are you? And not like, not like, how's your day? Legit. How are you? I yep. want to know how you're doing. Yeah. And that's it. If everybody phoned four friends, you'd be set, right? Yep. Like the world would be a better place tomorrow. So, yep. so sadly, uh, it just keeps happening and, tough um, we can all do our part to not to erase it, but at least to remove some of the stigma so that some people get the help they need and it doesn't have to end the way it ends yeah, all too like, often. I think it's actually the opposite of erase it, right? It's like, yeah. let's put this thing in a spotlight. Let's... Let's get it out there for so, sure. Okay. Are we so ending on that? Is that what we're going to end on? We're going to end on that. Uh, you can throw something positive back in there, but just remember to take a mental minute for yourself um, and check in on other people's, how you doing and be serious about it. Um, so that was our serious moment for the, for the podcast. If you yeah. want to end it on a higher note, you tried to go hunting today and it's minus 41. That was dumb. This guy, that, <laughs> the guy that washed, the guy that washed my truck. Also, one day I came around the corner and he had a box of Fastmaster Trap 3s, 350 count open, and he was counting the screws because the tape had been broken on the side of the box. And I was like, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm counting the screws. Somebody returned this and the, and I saw that the tape was broken. So I'm going to count these screws. And I said, did you weigh one of the other ones? Did you like take the box, weigh it, and then weigh the one that he gave you? No, I didn't. I'm just going to count it. And I said, well, it's, it's probably close enough. Like even if the guy used one screw and then put it back in there, it's okay. It's 349. Nobody's actually going to count that on the way out the door. And so he was offended that I told him his job wasn't important and that he shouldn't be doing that. So he, he counted them. And so then he got caught later doing it with, you caught him and <laughs> And I think you explained a different box of screws, different day, different everything. And you explained to him that it would cost you less money to step outside and throw that box of screws on the ground than for him to pay him to count it. Right. Like, yeah. His heart was in the right place. His mind was in the right place. He was motivated to do the right thing. Honesty is good. Uh, but the thing was, it wasn't a return box of screws. If it's returned and it looks like it's open and some of them, okay, fine. Weigh them and make sure they're there. But all it was is like, sometimes we cut the tape off so somebody can take a screw and match it to their deck board and make sure it's going to work. And so- Is this what it was? Yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway. He was, he was, he was more it. efficient. Way. Yeah. What are you doing? 
doing? Why are you wasting my money? And so you're going to spend, I'm going to pay you $6 to count that box of screws and I'm going to make two when I sell it. Yeah. So anyways, is what I it is. Right people, man, put some, put some systems in place. Treat your business like it's a real business. Yep. <clears throat> We've all got a few stories. There's ours. Um, what else are you going to say? Good outro. Okay, IBS is happening this late week. For those of you that are going, enjoy IBS. Reach out to us on Instagram at The Ultimate Deck Shop. You've been listening to The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Brought to you by The Ultimate Deck Shop. Shop with us at www.ultimatedeckshop.com or check us out at all the social networks we can keep up with. Hit us up for any collaboration or sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.